Welcome back. Wow, it's been a little while, hasn't it? Um, about three weeks. Uh, Piu and I, that's short for Priel, my wife, um, went to Darjeeling and Gangtok Sikkim. Darjeeling, West Bengal, Gangtok Sikkim, up in uh, northeast India. It was a very beautiful thing. Um, I will get to the reading very shortly. Uh, really quickly, for those of you on YouTube, go ahead and click here if this is your first time seeing me. That'll start you with the beginning of the Tipitaka. And uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, just bear with me for the next couple minutes. Um, it's going to be mostly visual. I recommend if you have the opportunity, uh, do check out the beginning of episode 7 on YouTube because uh, it'll be fun. Uh, we're back with our special guest, Lord Buddha, as this is early Buddhism, pre-sectarian, early Theravada. Um, but in honor of, um, uh, of our recent trip to Darjeeling, uh, it's just going to switch the dial on over to Vajrayana. So here we have a rock. That is a rock. Oh, <laughs> sorry, went a little too far. Here we have, you remember from last time, the five Dhyani Buddhas. And um, only one of them, if you recall, was able to do that little trick, Akshobhya, very good Akshobhya. And uh, the rest of them were not. Um, thank, you. thank you. But on the trip, the others did learn how to do it. For example, Amitabha. Very nice, very nice. Now here you can see Amitabha wearing red and notice his hands are like this in his lap. Um, now I, uh, I sometimes Shakyamuni Buddha is depicted like this with his hands in his lap, uh, but this one is Amitabha. And if I'm not mistaken, the one that identi I identified as um, Chinese Buddha in the uh, second part of the tip, yeah, that one. Um, the second part of the Tipitaka is also Amitabha Buddha. Okay, thank you, Amitabha. We'll move through this kind of quickly. Um, let's see, what order did we go in last time? I believe um, next up was, not Radha Sambhava, Amogasiddhi. Yes. Here is a Mogasiti um, diverting, diverting uh, all of our expectations. That's not the right word. Well, anyway, uh, normally you would expect a Mogasiti to be green, green, green of skin, or at least wearing green. Um, but here he is uh, with, I believe, his begging bowl um, in in this mudra. This is the book that's used by everybody who runs a um, Tibetan and Nepali uh, shop, you know, where they sell statues in uh, Darjeeling. And uh, so, yeah, here you have Akshobhya. Anyway, um, now, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he, he, I found him at a Nepali shop. See, there it is. Shout out to my man Deepak. Hope you're enjoying the show. Um, 
Yes, that was where we were able to find Akshobhya. And he runs a shop that was run by his grandfather, I believe, if not his great-grandfather, um, back uh, near Mount Everest. But then uh, there was a, a natural disaster, so now he runs it in Darjeeling. Um, the, the others, for example, Amitabha, if I recall correctly, was run by a shop that was run by a Muslim family in Darjeeling. I believe they were from Delhi, uh, but you could tell by the name of the shop that, okay, these guys are Muslims and they're dressed, selling Buddhist things. All right, you know, I, I don't judge. I, that's fine. Um, and then uh, the others, thank you, Akshobhya. Um, Vairochana. Uh, the others were from a shop run by uh, Sikh Punjabis from Delhi. Uh, real quick, this one. Yes, the one we're using for uh, for Amitabha is uh, is also. I mean, the one we're using for M M Mahayana is also a form of Amitabha, and that was uh, from the shop that's run by the Punjabi family from Delhi. Anyway, um, so yeah, where were we? Vairochana um, is white of skin or at least white in clothing. And, uh, you know, it's uh, close. It's close. Whitish, right? And uh, finally, thank you, Vairochana. Finally, we have Ratnasambhava. The only thing is that's not Ratnasambhava. That is Medicine Buddha. And it's an error that is made in this book, an error that is made by the, uh, the exotic India... Um, store on Amazon, as you can see in his brass form. Yes, he also he he has a plant. See that plant growing next to him? Yes. So, um, okay. Yes, you can see up close. Yeah, that plant growing next to him means that is Medicine Buddha. But he has his hand like this in the symbol of charity, bestowal, like that. Where um, Ratnasambhava, thank you, is uh, has his hand, you know, forward, touching the ground. Oops, sorry about that. Um, and you might have seen uh, in in uh, Little Buddha with Keanu Reeves this scene. The earth is my witness. So that is, uh, that's what this is in reference to, the, the symbol of witness. The earth is my witness um, when he was dealing with Mara. Um, so this might be, I, uh, this might actually be Shakyamuni Buddha. In other words, um, Gautama Buddha. Buddha, you know, Buddha. Um, Buddha, same guy. But uh, the actual Akshobhya has a Vajra. See or or a Dorja in his hand. So, so um, yeah, that's that's our uh, that's the gang and uh, their new abilities to change form. And uh, uh, I was looking all over for a Ratna Sambhava, um, you know, with his hands uh, in the appropriate position with the symbol of bestowal or or charity, uh, either of yellow skin or wearing yellow. And I looked everywhere, but um, but I was 
able to find one, and I painted it last night. That's what you're seeing right there. Okay, so enough silliness. Shall we get back to the... Oh, uh, by the way, for the one with Akshobia, with uh, Ashoka up here, that's Theravada, as in like later Theravada, not early Buddhism pre-sectarian, but later sectarian Theravada. Um, this is Maitreya. Not to be confused with the speaker at the beginning of the Lotus Sutra, unless it is, unless he eventually evolves and becomes the Buddha yet to come. So Maitreya is the Buddha yet to come. He's due to come around the 3400s, if you take the Buddha comes every 4,000 years thing, literally. Um, and I have him here representing later Theravada, since he is the only Bodhisattva recognized by Theravada, uh, but not until the 3rd century Common Era. So that's a, a nice illustration of the, the difference between, as they say, Theravada and early Buddhism, or Theravada and early Theravada. So now we're back on track, and we can get to the reading, shall we? You can see I'm rocking the, uh, the eight auspicious symbols. Got this uh, Tibetan cup at a store run by a Chinese family. So there's a lot of people from <clears throat> different uh, places in the world running, running Tibetan shops in Darjeeling, India. I did not see anyone from Tibet running a shop from Darjeeling, India, but it doesn't mean they're not there. It just means I didn't see them. Okay, let's get to it, shall we? Now, if you remember... Uh, last time in episode six, at the very end, they were talking about opponents of monks. And that's kind of an interesting idea, because is that a spiritual thing or a literal thing? Are people who are like, oh, you're a monk, huh? Well, what about this decomposing corpse? Are you going to have sex with it? Mm -hmm. Or um, is that, does that mean people like, like uh, jokesters, you know, bullies or something like, oh, I bet you can't resist this. Or, you know, spiritual, like a spiritual opponent of monks, like that just sort of cause a drunk woman to come into their view and pass out there on the ground. Um, maybe both, maybe one or the other, I'm not sure. It doesn't say. So yeah, in the, at the end of episode six, it says, if a monk agrees to application, insertion, uh, remaining, inserted or pulling out with their male organ, just to be clear, uh, of a female, whether she's awake or asleep or drunk or dead or and, and decomposed or dead and partially decomposed or dead and not decomposed. Sorry, it's just this is what it says. Then, uh, then the monk is defeated. He's no longer a monk. Even if he doesn't agree to application whatever that means, or insertion, or remaining, but only agrees to pulling out. If all he does is pull it out, but he doesn't put it in, then he's still expelled from the Buddhist order. And uh, if you're wondering how the heck a person might be able to do that, you're not alone. Um, so in this next part, it says here uh, that this is all repeated for non-human females, female animals, human non-human animal hermaphrodites, human, non-human animal eunuchs, so both genders, no genders, or human men, non-human males, 
and male animals. So it covers all the bases, so there's no confusion. A watermelon, you could probably get away with, but not, not any of these. Okay, so continuing with the reading. Opponents of monks, having brought a human woman <clears throat> into a monk's presence, associate his male organ at the three places. I'll give you a minute. Three places. Human woman. Got it? Okay. We're all on the same page? Do I need to spell it out? Okay. Anyway. Uh, yes. At the three places, the woman being covered, the monk being uncovered, the woman uncovered, the monk covered, the woman covered, the monk covered, the woman uncovered, the monk uncovered, with dots in between. So there's like, if it's any of, any of that going on, so if, you know, basically if monks are coming, okay, but yeah, I did do that, but she was covered up. Or I did do that, but I was covered. So like Buddha's covering all of his bases here. Just so there's no confusion. If he agrees to its application, its entry, to its remaining, to taking out, there is an, an offense involving defeat. If not, there is no offense. Opponents of monks, dot, 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 a human woman awake, asleep, dead, but practically decomposed, involving defeat, dead but practically, practically decomposed, the woman being covered, the monk being uncovered, both being uncovered. If he agrees, there is a grave offense. If not, there is no offense. Now there's like dots in between, so it's like explaining. I'm just leaving it out. I mean, they're leaving it out. But the original Tipitaka, presumably there was page after page of if he puts it in, if he leaves it out, and you know, and so on and so forth. All right. Mm-hmm. All of this is repeated for non-human female, female animal, human, non-human, and animal hermaphrodite, human, non-human, and animal eunuchs, human males, non-human males, and male animals. Okay. Um, then it says, Vin, Roman numeral three, lowercase, right? 32 to 33. Two symbols that I've never seen before. Uh, five comma six are repetitions of the two symbols I've never seen before. Three comma four, but reading opponents of monks having brought a human into the presence of a human woman. Okay, so right, yes, having brought a monk. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So just to clear up any confusion about, but sir, uh, they didn't bring the dead woman into my presence. They brought me into the presence of the dead woman, and you said that if they bring them, so he's saying, yeah, no, it doesn't matter who's brought into the presence of who, if you put it in, you're out, right? Okay, there's no, no more loopholes. The monkey loophole is closed, and all other possible loopholes are closed, right? Okay. <clears throat> Inasmuch as opponents of monks have been explained, so should be explained opponents as kings, opponents as thieves, opponents as scoundrels, opponents as the scent of lotuses, in quotes. Right? Uh, covered has been commented upon. Okay. He lets the way enter by the way. There is an offense involving defeat. Hmm? He lets what is not the way enter by the way. There is an offense involving defeat. All right. 
He lets the way enter by what is not the way. There is an offense involving defeat. He lets what is not the way enter by what is not the way. There is a grave offense. Do you guys know what he's talking about? Do please comment below. Um, a monk commits sin sleeping with a monk. But sir, it was a, he was a monk though. It was just two monks. Okay. Anyway, awakened, he agrees, both should be expelled. Both monks. Awakened, he agrees, both should be expelled. Awakened, he does not agree, the defiler should be expelled. Ah, so if a monk has non-consensual intercourse with another monk, then the monk who was saying no and or asleep uh, doesn't get expelled. Right. That sounds reasonable, doesn't it? I wonder if it's going to get to, uh, yes, this is almost finished. Oh, we're going to get back to the monkey. Good. Okay. Anyway, um, a monk commits sin with a sleeping novice. Awakened, he agrees. Both should be expelled. Awakened, he does not agree. The defiler should be expelled. Right? A novice commits sin with a sleeping monk. Awakened, he agrees. Both should be expelled. Uh, oh, uh, right. Yes. A novice commits sin with a sleeping novice. Awakened, he agrees. Both should be expelled. Otherwise, the defiler should be expelled. If one is ignorant, if one has not agreed, if one is mad, unhinged, afflicted with pain, or a beginner, there is no offense. Ah, loophole. Just pretend you're crazy. Okay. Told is the recital on covering. Okay. All right. Now we're going to move on to something else. The female monkey and sons of the vagines, a householder and a naked one. Adherence of another sect. Oh, by the way, um, there's an interesting video. Hi, Robbie, if you're watching. Robbie sent me this interesting video. Uh, not right now, but maybe when this video is finished, check that out. It's about the third surviving ascetic religion established in the 6th century BC, assuming you count Jainism as having been established in the 6th century BC and not according as according to their narrative more ancient than history. Um, the four, 20, if the 24th Tirtankara of Jainism is the founder of Jainism, right? Huh? Um, then, then, yeah, then that makes sense. Otherwise, it doesn't. Um, check out that video and ponder if that means that my whole theory about Buddha having been a practicing Jainist is now disproven. And I will let you know my thoughts in episode 8 of Tipitaka. But later. Okay. Put a pin in that. Right. The female monkey, it, it, it bears being repeated. The female monkey and the sons of the vagines, a householder and a naked one, adherents of another sect, the, the girl and Upalavana, then two about characteristics. Hmm? Mother, daughter, and sister, and wife, supple, pendant. Must be a British thing. Two sores, S-O-R-E-S. All right. Um, even if you're not a monk, stay away from sores. 
would be my advice, uh, and a plaster decoration, unless it means something that I, uh, anyway, and a wooden doll. Ah, Buddha didn't say that you couldn't. Um, five with Sundara, as there's only one episode recount. Okay, anyway, I just thought I'd check the footnote, but it's saying, we don't know, I uh, don't know. Um, five with Sundara, five about cemeteries, bones. Is this going to start making sense at some point? Uh, so far, it's been one sentence. A female Naga and a female Yaka. Is that like a Yak god or something? Um, and a female Peta, P-E-T-A, right? A eunuch impaired, he touched. Still one sentence. In Bhadiya, the man perfected a sleep, then four on Savati, three on Vesali, garlands, the Barukacha monk in his dream, Supaba Sada, a nun, a female probationer, and a female novice, a prostitute, a eunuch, a householder, one another, one who had gone forth when old, a deer, D-E-E-R. End of sentence. It was a list of things. I Maybe one of the monks, like, uh, score, you know, is, is, anyway. Now, at that time, what time? A certain monk committed fornication with a female monkey. Yes, we heard. Um, on account of this, he was remorseful. Oh, it's a different monk. Okay. He said, quote, The course of training has been made known by the Lord. I hope that I have not fallen into an offense of entailing defeat. He told this matter to the Lord. Quote, You, monk, have fallen into an offense entailing defeat. End quote, he said. Now, at that time, a great company of monks, dwellers in Vesali and of the Vaji clan, not disavowing the training and not declaring their weakness, indulged in sexual intercourse, like you do. On account of this, they were remorseful and said, quote, The course of training has been made known by the Lord. Let us hope that we have not fallen into an offense entailing defeat. They told this matter to the Lord. Dot, 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 quote, dot, dot, dot. So there's stuff written there that they didn't want to put in here because it would make the book too thick, I guess. You monks have fallen into an, an offense entailing defeat. End quote. He said, wasn't that the same situation that came up where he said, okay, you can take this vow, but not that vow or whatever. I don't, I don't remember. Anyway. Oh, that was self-abusers, right? Anyway. Now, at that time, a certain monk saying, quote, there will be no offense for me, end quote, committed sexual intercourse wearing the characteristic white dress of a layman. On account of this, he was remorseful. Dot, 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 quote, dot, 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 defeat, end quote, he said. So it's the same stuff that happened before. So, yes, he says, the course of training has been made known by the Lord. I hope that I have not fallen into an offense involving defeat. And the Buddha replied, you, monk, have fallen into an offense entailing defeat. 
I'll just refer back to that when they do this funny thing with the dots. Anyway, now at that time, a certain monk saying, quote, there will be no offense for me, end quote, clad in a kusa grass garment, clad in dot, 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 clad in a bark garment, clad in a garment of wood shavings. Okay, so it's the same thing coming up. He, he had sexual intercourse, but he was wearing these clothes. And then he was wearing those clothes, a different monk, presumably. And he said, uh, I hope I didn't fall into an offense involving defeat. And Lord Buddha, in his wisdom, said, yes, you have. Now get out. Right? Uh, clad in a garment of wood shavings. Clad in a hair blanket. Clad in a blanket. I can understand why they, they went with the dots. I can. I can. Um, a blanket made of horse hair clad in a dress of owl's wings. Okay. Clad in a cloak made of strips of a black antelope's hide. Aren't they supposed to be like vegans? Um, in or vegetarians, excuse me. Indulged in sexual intercourse. You can't tell an Indian to not use ghee. So... Yeah, I don't think veganism will ever really get going here. Uh, anyway, indulged in sexual intercourse. On account of this, he was remorseful, Buddha said, entailing defeat, with a lot of dots in between. I think you get the idea. Okay, next. Now, at one time, a certain monk, as he was wandering for alms, seeing a little girl, really, really, we're going here. Okay, Buddha, okay. Lying on her back was enamored of her and said, made his thumb enter her and she died. Okay, I'm just going to keep reading and pretend that didn't happen. On account of this, he was remorseful. Uh, monk, there is an offense involving defeat. There is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order, he said. So, okay, he went to the Buddha and said, oh, Lord Buddha, I saw this, I did this, that happened. I hope that I'm not going to be defeated. And Buddha said, yeah, you're defeated. And we have to have another meeting. <sighs> okay. Now, at one time, a certain Brahmin youth was in love with the nun Upalavana. Oh, love. Then this Brahmin youth Brahmins, right? Uh, when the nun Upalavana had gone into the village for alms, entered the hut and sat down, concealed. The nun Upalavana, after the meal, and when she had finished eating, washing her feet, and entering the hut, sat down upon the couch. Then the Brahmin youth, taking up the nun Upalavana, assaulted her. That's not how Brahmins should express their love to nuns. Or anybody should express anything to anyone. Anyway, the nun Upa... That's my little commentary. Yeah, I do commentary sometimes. Anyway, uh, the nun Upalavana told this matter to the nuns. The nuns told this matter to the monks. The monks told this matter to the Lord. Sort of that St. Paul chain of command, it seems. 
Um, he said, There is no offense, monks, as she was not willing. Okay. That was a good call, Buddha. Thank you. <sighs> All right. I was worried I wouldn't be able to call myself a Buddhist after this. Anyway, okay. Now, at one time, the sign of a woman appeared to a monk. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, Monks, I allow a teacher to meet with the nuns during the rains. As for the Upasampada ordination, so as in the presence of nuns to turn the nuns away from those offenses which they have in common with the monks, but in those offenses of monks which are offenses not in common with the monks, there is no offense for the nuns. Okay. So if nuns do something naughty that men cannot do, then it's fine. It's none of our business. I, I like it. He was like 2,600 years ahead of his time, I'd say. Maybe even 2,622 years. If you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Um, yes. So, okay. Now, at the time, the sign of a male appeared to a nun. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, Monks, I allow a teacher to meet with the monks during the rains. As for the Upasampada ordination, so as in the presence... I wish they would explain the Upa... It's like I already have to know what they're talking about before page one of the very first book of Buddhism. Nah. Anyway, I guess I could Google it, couldn't I? Google that, Edward. Would you tell us next time what it means? So, as in the presence of monks to turn the monks away from those offenses which they have in common with the nuns, but in those offenses of nuns which are offenses not in common with the monks, there is no offense for the monks. Did that make sense to you guys? Edward, listen to that 20 times in slow motion and tell us in the next episode what it meant. Okay, so far we've got two things from this whole book, except for that, that the intro of this section where it just listed off a whole bunch of a female monkey, the sons of the Vagines. What is all this? A sister, a daughter, a wife, a female yak. Uh, what? 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 Okay, anyway. Now, at that time, a certain monk thinking, uh-oh, quote, there will be no offense for me, end quote, indulged in sexual intercourse with his mother, his daughter, his sister. On account of this, he was remorseful. There's dots involved, but I think we all kind of know what's going on here. He told this matter to the Lord who said, you monk have fallen into an offense involving defeat, end quote. Now, at that time, a certain monk indulged in sexual intercourse with his former wife. Didn't we learn from the lesson of good old, what's his name? You remember good old Sudina. The Sudina the something. Well, anyway. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
On account of this, he was remorseful, dot, 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 and Buddha said dot, 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 involving defeat. I hate the dots. I'm just going to say it. I hate the dots. Anyway, now, at that time, a certain monk had a supple back, tormented by chafing. He took hold of his own male organ. On account of this, he was remorseful. Buddha said, you are defeated. Hmm. Hmm. So if those other monks weren't abusing themselves in that way, I don't know what they were doing. All right. I'm doing my best, guys. I'm doing my best. I'm just reading the words. At some point, uh, hopefully someone will explain in a future book that we read or, you know, at some point I'll talk to someone who's an expert in these things and I'll say, I have some questions. They'll be like, these are your questions. Anyway, okay. So a monk grabbed hold of his own male organ and was defeated. You're not allowed to do that if you're a monk. You can do it, obviously, but these guys couldn't. Okay. Um, now, at that time, a certain male monk was able to bend down his male organ. Tormented by chafing, he committed a perversion. Bend down the organ or bend down to his organ? I, you decide, right? Um, on account of this, he was remorseful. He said, oh, Lord Buddha, I hope I haven't committed an offense involving defeat. Lord Buddha replied, you have committed an offense involving defeat. See, I filled in that, that where the dots were, more or less. Now, at that time, a certain monk saw a dead body. And on the body was a sore. Oh, I was wondering if they were going to get into... He, thinking there will be no offense for me, uh, had illicit relations... On account of this, he was remorseful, and he said, Lord Buddha, I did it with a sore of a dead body. And uh, I hope I haven't been defeated. And the Buddha said, you're defeated. And then in, there's a little asterisk, another case of this sort. Similar. Different kind of sore. I don't know. They didn't want to translate it. They're British. What can you do? Um, now... At that time, a certain monk inflamed had a illicit relations with a plaster decoration. Oh, maybe the watermelon is out too. On account of this, he was remorseful, said, Lord Buddha, I did it with a statue. And Lord Buddha said, monk, it is not an offense involving defeat. It is an offense of wrongdoing. Oh. You can still be a monk after you have sexual intercourse with a plaster decoration. But you did a naughty thing. What's the penalty for wrongdoing? Hmm. Now, at that time, a certain monk inflamed. Inflamed, does that mean erect? had illicit relations with a wooden doll. Splitters, buddy. Um, on account of this, he was remorseful. He said, oh, Buddha, I hope I didn't get kicked out. And Buddha said, not going to kick you out, but it was wrong. It was wrong, so wrong. But you can remain a monk. Okay.
Any more examples? Now, at that time, the monk called Sudara, who had gone forth from Rajagaha, was walking along a carriage road. A certain woman said, quote, Wait, honored sir, for a moment. I will pay homage to you. End quote. As she was paying homage, she held up his inner garment and took hold of his male organ. On account of this, he was remorseful. And he said, Lord Buddha, I, I, I hope I didn't commit an offense involving defeat. Lord Buddha said, Monk, did you agree? I did not agree, Lord, he said. There is no offense, monk, as you did not agree. Lord Buddha, acknowledging that men too can be raped. 2,600 years ago. All right, I am a Buddhist. I, I like it. I, I mean, this is all that stuff that they call Buddhism. I won't say made up, but inspired, divined, and written down by people who did not know the Buddha. This is the Buddha. Pretty, pretty freaking woke, if you ask me. Anyway, um, yes, now at one time, a certain woman seeing a monk spoke thus, quote, come, honored sir, indulge in sexual intercourse, end quote. Not so, sister, that is not proper for me, he replied. Come, honored sir, I will exert myself. Do not you exert yourself. So she'll be on top, basically. Thus, there will be no offense for you, end quote. The monk acted accordingly. On account of this, he was remorseful and said, Lord Buddha... I did a naughty thing, but I was just laying there, and she did all the work. And Buddha replied, can you guess? There is an offense involving defeat. You're out of here, buddy. Close that loophole. All right. Let's continue. Now at that time, a certain woman seeing a monk spoke thus, quote, come, honored sir, indulge in sexual intercourse. Not so, sister, that is not proper for me. Come, honored sir, you exert yourself. I will not exert myself. Thus there will be no offense for you. The monk said, that sounds reasonable. You just lay there. I mean, Buddha already covered dead bodies. You really think that if a woman plays dead, that the Buddha's going to go, oh, well, if she wasn't moving. <sighs> Right. The monk acted accordingly on account of this. He was remorseful and was kicked out of the order. All right. There's dots. I'll just move along. Now, at that time, a certain woman seeing a monk spoke thus. Come, honored sir, dot, 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 not proper for me. Right. Come, honored sir, touching the inner parts, discharge semen. Touching the outer parts, discharge semen. Thus, there will be no offense for you. Oh, yeah, what? What? That sound? Oh. Oh. 
But they already covered grabbing your own. He got kicked out. That guy got kicked out for grabbing his own male organ. I think she's suggesting you touch me and then... Anyway, okay, so the monk acted accordingly, you know. So, I mean, this came up a lot, I think. In the, the three or four or five hundred monks, this came up a lot. All right. On account of this, he was remorseful, said Buddha. Uh, I touched her inner parts and discharged semen. Then I touched her outer parts and discharged semen. I hope I didn't get kicked out of the order. And he said, you did. You're out of here, buddy. End quote. All right. Now, at one time, a certain monk going to a cemetery and seeing a body not yet decomposed indulged in sexual intercourse with it. On account of this, he was remorseful, said Buddha. Is that okay? I just... He covered this already. Uh, Buddha said, you're out of here. You're done, buddy. Pack your stuff. Go back to your home. You're not a monk anymore. Yes. Parajika. You are parajikad. Right? Defeated. Okay. Now at that time, a certain monk going to a cemetery, seeing a body which was practically decomposed, also got kicked out of the order for having sex with it. And just skip, skip to the, to the, cut to the chase. Now, at a certain time, a monk going to the cemetery, seeing a body which was practically decomposed, got kicked out of the order for having sex with it. Now, at that time, a certain monk going to a cemetery and seeing a decapitated head behaved wrongly, touching its mouth. On account of this, he was remorseful. The Buddha said, you, monk, have fallen into an offense involving defeat. Now, at that time, a certain monk going to a cemetery and seeing a decapitated head behaved wrongly, but not touching its mouth. On account of this, he was remorseful. Uh, monk, there is no offense involving defeat. There is an offense of wrongdoing. So you are allowed to, as the kids say, whack off. Is it okay to say that on here, on this program? Uh, while looking at a severed head, that's, that's okay. I mean, it's not great, but you're not going to get kicked out of the order for it, is what this seems to say. But if you touch its mouth, there's a problem. More than one problem. Probably want to go to the doctor after a week or so. Now, at that time, a certain monk was in love with a certain woman. She died, and her bones were thrown into the charnel ground and scattered. Then the monk, going to the cemetery, collected the bones and behaved in an unsuitable way. On account of this, he was remorseful. And uh, said, Buddha, I hope I didn't get thrown out. And Buddha said, Monk, there is no offense involving defeat. Ooh. Uh, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Another loophole. 
Uh, okay. Now, at that time, a certain monk indulged in sexual intercourse with a female naga. That's a snake. With a female yaka. With a female departed one. Ooh, let's check the footnote on that. Um, it's not approached, but the PTs live in mansions. The demerit of these matures in the half dark of the month, but in the light of... Yeah, anyway. Okay, I don't know. Um, right. With a eunuch, on account of this, he was remorseful, and Buddha said, You're out of here, buddy! Now, at that time, a certain monk's faculties were impaired, saying, I feel neither ease nor discomfort. Thus, there will be no offense for me. He indulged in sexual intercourse. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, Monks, whether this foolish man felt or did not feel, there is an offense involving defeat. End quote. Now, at that time, a certain monk saying, I will indulge in sexual intercourse with a woman, end quote, was conscience stricken at the mere touch. Monk, there is no offense involving defeat. There is an offense of entailing a formal meeting of the order. So, okay, I think if I recall correctly from just things that I remember reading about, hearing about in other contexts, the formal meeting means all the monks get together and the person has to, you know, the, the Buddha says, did you do this? And the person says, yes. And Buddha says, are you sorry you did it? And, yeah, I'm really sorry. And Buddha's like, okay, don't do this. Everybody see this monk, remember his face. That is the face of a weirdo but he's going to stay. He's, we're not kicking him out. But everybody should, like, giggle when he walks by. All right? That's the formal meeting. So it's like public shaming sort of punishment, if I recall correctly. Comment below if I'm not understanding this correctly or, or maybe putting it in, a, in the wrong sort of way, em with the wrong emphasis. Hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Now, at that time, a certain monk was lying down in the Jatiya Grove at Bhadiya, having gone there for the day's sojourn. All his limbs were stiff, all of them, a, uh, with pain. A certain woman, seeing him, sat down on him and, having taken her pleasure, departed. The monks, seeing that he was wet, uh, told this matter to the Lord. He said, Oh Lord, I hope I didn't get kicked out. And the Lord said, Monks, this monk is a man perfected. Monks, there is no offense for this monk. What? What? Okay, now at that time, a certain monk was laying down, having gone to the dark wood at Savati for the day sojourn. A certain monk, cow, a, a certain woman cowherd, seeing him, sat down on him. The monk consented. On account of this, he was remorseful. You, monk, have fallen into an offense involving defeat. 
So he didn't consent in the first one? His limbs were stiff with pain. So, right, okay. I guess he didn't consent. He was like laying there like, oh, oh, it's hurting, ouch. And then she came and did her thing and left. And Buddha said he is perfected. Perfect. He is a perfect monk because he laid there in pain while a woman came and Lord Buddha, forgive me, but I'm a little confused about that last one. Okay, now at that time, I'm going a little late, I know. I'm toying with the idea of making these episodes a little longer. Plus, I'm hoping we eventually move on to... Yes, we're going to move on pretty soon. Cool. To another topic. I'll finish this topic just so we can look forward to talking about something else next time. This has gone on for a little while, hasn't it? Um, yes. Now at a certain monk, uh, now at, a, at that time, a certain monk was lying down, having gone to the dark wood at Savati for the day sojourn. A certain woman cowherd, did we read this already? Yes. Now at that time, a certain monk, dot, 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 at Savati, dot, 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 a certain woman cowherd seeing him, I guess this happened a lot, Dot, 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 a certain woman gathered firewood seeing him. A certain woman gathered cow dung seeing him. Sat down on him. Apparently he gave consent. I don't know because the dots won't tell me. I'm only going to assume that because he was defeated and kicked out of the order. Right. Now, at one time a certain monk was lying down, having gone into the great wood at Vasali for the day sojourn. A certain woman, seeing him, sat down on him, and having taken her pleasure, stood laughing nearby. The monk, waking up, oh, that's why he wasn't kicked out. But why was he perfected? So the way for a monk to become a perfect monk is to fall asleep with an erection and be lucky enough I guess. Anyway, okay. A woman seeing him sat down on him, having taken her pleasure, stood laughing nearby. The monk, waking up, spoke thus to this woman. Have you done this? Yes, I have, she said. On account of this, he was remorseful. Monk, did you consent? I did not know, Lord, he said. Monk, there is no offense, as you did not know. Now, at that time, a certain monk was laying down, resting against a tree, having gone into the great wood at Vasali for the day's sojourn. A certain woman, seeing him, sat down on him. The monk got up hastily. On account of this, he was remorseful. Monk, did you consent? I did not consent, Lord. Monk, there is no offense, as you did not consent. Now at that time, a certain monk was lying down, resting against a tree, having gone into the great wood at Vasali for the day sojourn. A certain woman... What is, what is up with the women in Vasali in the, in the 6th century BCE? What's up with that? Um, anyway, a certain woman, seeing him, sat down on him. The monk, rising quickly, knocked her over. Uh, it says that the monk rising suddenly giving a kick knocked her over in such a way that she rolled onto the ground. All right. Uh, the monk rising quickly knocked her over. On account of this, he was remorseful. Monk, did you consent? I did not consent, Lord. Monk, there is no offense as you did not consent. 
Now, at that time, a certain monk in the gabled hall, in the great wood at Vasali. Well, if it's the great wood at Vasali, then we, uh, we all know what's probably going to happen. Um, anyway, uh, a great wood at Vasali for the day sojourn was laying down, having opened the door. Right? All his limbs were stiff with pains. Now, at that time, a large company of women bringing scents and garlands came to the park looking at the Vihara. Uh, Vihara means wander, wandering, wanderer. Vihar uh, is a form of Vihar. And the, the Vihara, I think, is like the little hut that the monks built, if I understand from context. Um, then these women, seeing that monk, sat down on him, having taken their pleasure and saying, Isn't he a bull of a man? B-U-L-L. Female, I mean a, a male cow, a male guy. The guy means cow in Hindi. Anyway, departed, piling up their scents and garlands, the monks, seeing the moisture, told this matter to the Lord. He said, monks, there is no offense for this monk. I allow you monks, when you are in seclusion for meditation during the day, to meditate in seclusion, having closed the door. Okay, so yeah, Buddha is saying if you know, close your door so that you don't get raped by women in your sleep. Right now, at that time, a certain monk of Bharukacha, having dreamed that he committed sexual intercourse with his former wife, said, "I am not a true recluse." I will leave the order. And going up to Barukacha and seeing the venerable Upali on the road, he told him this matter. The venerable Upali said to him, There is no offense, your reverence, since it was in a dream. Another loophole. All right. So scattered bones is okay. In a dream is okay. With a wooden doll, watch out for splinters, but it's okay. I mean... There's a wrongdoing. And a few... Uh, uh, okay. Now at that time, the Rajaga... We're almost done. Uh, the Rajagaha, there was a female lay follower called Supaba who believed in the Enlightened One. She held this view. Whatever woman gives sexual intercourse gives the highest gift. She's a little ahead of her time. If she had only been born about 1,200 years later. Anyway, seeing a monk, she spoke thus, quote, Come, honored sir, indulge in sexual intercourse, end quote. Not so, sister, it is not fitting, he said. Come, honored sir, only touch the region of the breasts. Thus there will be no offense for you. Come, honored sir, only touch the navel. Dot, 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 the stomach, dot, 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 the waist, the throat, the ear, the coil of hair, the spaces between the fingers. Come, honored sir, approaching me only with your hands, I will make you function. Thus, there will be no offense for you. End quote. The monk acted accordingly. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. On account of this, he was remorseful. Monk, 
There is no offense involving defeat. There is an offense involving entailing a formal meeting of the order. End quote. All right. Now at that time, at Savati was a female lay disciple called Sadha, who believed in the enlightened one. She held this view. Whatever woman gives sexual intercourse gives the highest gift. Seeing a monk, she spoke with us. Come on it, sir. Involve in, indulge in sexual intercourse. Not so, sister. It is not fitting. Come, honored sir, touch the region of the breasts. Come, honored sir, approaching me only with your hands, I will make you function. Thus there will be no offense for you. The monk acted accordingly. On account of this, he was remorseful. Quote, monk, there is no offense involving defeat. There is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. All right. Now at that now at that time at Vesali some Lichavi youths taking hold of a monk made him commit sin with a nun. Both agreed, then both should be expelled. Neither agreed, there was no offense for either. Now at that time, at Vasali, some Lichavi youths, taking hold of a monk, made him commit sin with a female practitioner, with a female novice. Both agreed, then both should be expelled. Neither agreed, then there was no offense for either. Now, at that time, at Vesali, you guys should leave Vesali. I'm just thinking maybe a different region. Maybe people don't act like this. I mean, is there anybody there that is listening to the wisdom of your teachings? Or is, are they just doing this stuff? Anyway, now at that time, at Vesali, some Lichavi youths taking hold of a monk made him commit sin with a prostitute, with a eunuch, with a woman householder. The monk agreed, then the monk should be expelled. The monk did not agree, then there is no offense for the monk. Now at that time, at Vasali, some Lichavi used taking hold of some monks made them commit sin with one another. Both agreed, then both should be expelled. Neither agreed, there is no offense for either. Now at that time, a certain monk who had long gone forth went to see his former wife. She said, come, honored sir, leave the order, end quote. And she took hold of him. The monk, stepping backwards, fell down on his back. She, bending him up, sat down on him. On account of this, he was remorseful. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, monk, did you consent? I mean, it's such a forward thinking. I mean, even like today or 10 years ago, people would be like, well, if a man has an erection, that's consent, isn't it? No, it's not. And he knew that 2,600 years ago. Pretty cool. I mean, it's, you know, not solely grounds for calling someone an enlightened person, but 
Anyway, uh, I did not consent, Lord. He said, there is no offense, monk, as you did not consent. Now, at that time, a certain monk, we're almost done. Like, literally, this is the end. Now, at that time, a certain monk dwelt in the jungle. A young deer, the animal, came uh, coming up, made the monk consent to what it wanted to do. On account of this, he was remorseful. He told this matter to the Lord. He said, you, monk, have fallen into an offense involving defeat. Told is the first offense involving defeat. Yay! We're all done with the sexy stuff. I mean, we can move on to... uh, other other things next time. I hope you enjoyed it. I mean, the only thing that comes to mind is if if you're part of if you're one of 500 monks and you're called to a formal assembly, and you see Lord Buddha up there, and you see a monk ashamed, and they're like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "I touched a lady's breasts, and then what happened? Well, I gathered all the bones together of a woman I was in love with, and I acted inappropriately." And then what did you do? Oh, I was behaving inappropriately while staring at a severed head. Okay, well, we're not kicking you out, but everybody, and everybody's like, I mean, it seems like there might be one or two monks in there thinking, so I can do these things. And, and the worst that'll happen is I'll be the one up there bragging about it. Maybe I'm putting too much thought into this or too little. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun, fun. I'll, I'll admit most of that was fun in its own way to read. Uh, but I am looking forward to moving on to another subject because I think ever since TV Taka Part 4, or we started to learn the story of Sudina the Karana or something like that in Episode 3 of TV Taka. So that, that's a lot of sexy stuff. I mean... It's one of, I think, the five main things you can get kicked out for. So it's appropriate that they cover it thoroughly. And apparently there's a need to cover it thoroughly because so many monks are like, oh, but it was a severed head and all I did was touch its mouth. You know, and like coming up with all these like possible loopholes. So Buddha has to say, that's a loophole. That's not a loophole. They didn't mention watermelon. I think that it's probably fine. So you're okay. I see you. Okay, um, thank you, Lord Buddha, and thank you to everybody else who joined us uh, in the beginning today. And uh, do check out that video about that third religion. It, it lasted until medieval times, and then it kind of fizzled out. So there was uh, Mahavir, Lord Buddha, and a third guy. Check out that video. Let me know in the comments if you think that my whole theory about, uh, you know, with the 25 readings from the Jain Sutras... The theory that that was based on is completely disproven or not. And I will let you know my thoughts in episode eight. All right. Let us close in the usual manner with the prayer that my father taught me when I was very young. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west. To the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, 
we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.